Hi, and welcome to Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rip Grip. We're joined by head coach Josh Blankenship. We're going to take a look back against Jinx. Coach, let's first start off with the offense. Deshaun Caldwell jumping in at running back. Impressive run out of him as well. Was this a designed run, or did we see something different out of him moving forward? No, he's been in the rotation there at running back. He's been playing a lot of safety also. Uh, so with Cabry, Cabry dinged up his, his ankle. Uh, so it was time to rotate some other guys in, obviously. And, and Deshaun hit something there that we run on a regular basis. And guys up front blocked it well. He found a crease, and then his speed took over for, for the rest of it. As far as quarterback position, Jeremiah Satemba, along with Cooper Bates, both found the end zone. Just thoughts out of both of those signal callers. Uh, we didn't play very well at QB on uh, on game night. Um, you know, we we struggled to hit some some stuff that we needed to be able to go uh, effectively. You know, in the middle of a drive, some shots that we missed, and then uh, some third down conversions. But uh, Jeremiah is coming along. Um, you know, Coop's our guy. You know, that's not in question. Um, uh, but it was good to be able to get Jeremiah in there with the with the first group, uh, not just mop up duty with the other twos. So getting him in some situational stuff. We put him in a situation there. We were backed up in our own end zone. Uh, not ideal, but good for a young guy to get that you know, situational experience. When you look at him, because he's going to be mm -hmm. the quarterback of the future, and I know it wasn't the whole game that he played, but when you do see him out there, I mean, what are you seeing out of him learning the position? He's very poised. Uh, he doesn't get rattled uh, by, by adversity or situations. Uh, he's a great leader. He takes command of the group, uh, gets them corrected on things that they ought to be uh, lined up on uh, or, or responsibilities within the play. He's, he's very knowledgeable of what, what our system is, um, you know, and he's, he's got a lot of natural ability. He can, he can pick up and run it uh, at any moment. Uh, he's got a great arm, um, but he's young, so we're excited that um, Coop stayed healthy enough where we hadn't been forced, uh, you know, sure. Jeremiah into a sophomore start. Um, but uh, he's doing a great job, and Coop's an unbelievable mentor for him, and, and that quarterback room's a fun room. You've been doing this a long time. When you see a young quarterback like that, it, mm -hmm. does he even have butterflies anymore? Or is he just like playing like, hey, it's just another game, and yeah. another time i got to put on the hard hat? He doesn't show it. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I say he's poised. He might just be, you know, very good at hiding it. But, uh, <laughs> no, he's – I'm sure he's got it. I think everybody's got it, but he, he does settle very easily and uh, gets focused on what his job is. You had a handful of new guys in the lineup as well with Jacob Mackey, Castillo. It's been that way through the yeah. course of the season because we have been dealing with injuries throughout the course of this year. But mm -hmm. it's been that next man up mentality. Yep. And, and I know that you teach that, and sometimes kids don't necessarily buy into that. But the, the ones that stepped in there this past week against Jinx, it seemed like they bought into that. It, yeah. I mean, we haven't had a lack of it, uh, to be honest with you. And, and maybe it's just the, uh, the year that we've had that guys see – you know, I better be ready to go because my number's going to be called at any moment. But uh, Mackey's done a really good job the past three weeks. We've been slowly uh, rotating him in, and uh, he, he stepped up to the plate and, and really been ready to go. And so we've got big plans for him. He's a, he's a dynamic player. Uh, he's young. You know, he's had some growing up to do, and, and he's really the last few weeks he's done a really good job of that. How do those young guys respond to, you know, their on-scout team throughout mm -hmm. the course of the year? But, hey, now, you know, pat him on the back. It's time to go. Yeah. I mean – that, that's a big moment for them. I mean, how do they walk into the game like that? It's tough. You know, you, you know that's football, though. Uh, you can say next man up, but until you really see it in action, um, sometimes they don't believe you. Um, but, yeah, we've had a lot of that. We've had a lot of guys that going into the season probably thought uh, that they were going to be on scout team for the whole year, and now they find themselves, if not starting, uh, getting significant minutes. So it's it's been one of those years. But 
um, you know, if you want play time, you know, playing time, this this was the year for it because everybody seems to be getting it. What's it like to be on scout team? Because it's kind of a badge of courage when you're out there yeah. practicing every day and not ne- not necessarily you're going to get time to be in the lineup as well. Yeah, it's tough, man. And it takes the right kind of attitude and the right kind of kids. And, and even within that group, you find the best ones that are really committed to giving the – they take pride in it, you know, the look that they're going to give uh, prepping the defense or prepping the offense for the, for the actual game night on Friday or Thursday. Um, and then a lot of times uh, they got to follow it up with a plan in a JV game just an hour later. So it's a, it's a full load, and uh, the, there's a large number of them that really, really are committed to giving a great, great look and, and love doing it. Now, I know at the beginning you talked about how the offense didn't respond the way you were hoping. What needs to be cleaned up before we take on more? we got to take advantage of opportunities when they come our way. You know, we had an interception to open up the game. Uh, Coop, Coop got that one, and, uh, you know, we're down there in positive territory. We need to go find a way to get it in. Uh, we we kind of crept down to the high red zone, uh, stalled out, had to kick a field goal, which I don't want to put that on our kicker, and and then we didn't we didn't hit it, um, and then you know we had another opportunity down in the red zone late uh, where we missed a, a little tight end dump, uh, and then we uh, turned the ball over. We let a guy take the ball out of our hands after we'd caught it. Um, so just opportunities, um, you know, being being a little bit more on edge, little a uh, little more chip on our shoulder that we need to finish something off. Um, obviously third down efficiency is going to come with being better on first and second down. Um, but, uh, you know, just, uh, guys are progressing, guys are getting better. Um, I didn't think we were ready for the moment, you know, overall. And that's disappointing coach. Let's take a quick breather and coming up on the other side, we'll visit with head coach, Josh Blankenship as we break down the defensive performance against jinx. Remember inside tiger football is brought to you by Ripgrade. Tulsa bone and joint Northeast Oklahoma's sports medicine experts. We are pleased to help you and the athletes in your life with a number of surgical and non-surgical options. Tulsa Bone & Joint is proud to serve as team orthopedist for local high schools such as Broken Arrow, Owasso, Sepulpa, Kasha Hall, and Bishop Kelly. We're also proud to be team orthopedist for FC Tulsa. Tulsa Bone & Joint, moving life forward. (laughs) Your side hustle keeps you moving. We'll help you get where you really want to go. TTCU Federal Credit Union. Life is better in balance. And welcome back to Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. I'm Dan Hawk. Alongside me is head coach Josh Blankenship. We're going to break down the defensive performance against Jinx. Coach, what what did you like out of the defense? Because I, I know not everything panned out the way that you wanted, but there was some things that were positive for you. Uh, I think we were we were for the most part we were sound. Uh, we were pretty confident in what they were going to do, especially in the run game. Uh, you know, there's some tendencies there that we were pretty keen on, and and for the most part executed well. When we let uh, when we let a few guys get in space, we didn't tackle well, um, and then we uh, got caught up in some space on a couple of screens. Um, you know, and we've got to do better in space, obviously, of, of tackling the ball carrier. I know through the course of the game, they found the end zone, but in the fourth quarter, you guys clamped down and a lot of younger guys were in. Mm-hmm. How can you see that moving forward with this new crew that's going to be leading this team next year? You know, it's just continued progression and growth. Uh, you know, experience, it, there's no substitute for it. And so all of those guys playing uh, four quarters, um, you know, playing all the way to the end of the game, um, you know, I'm obviously proud of them for that. Um, but we've got to we've got to play better. You know, we can't wait till the fourth quarter to get get a bunch of stops. Um, but still, at the same time, guys are still playing um, and, and improving. So that that's the key. 
Second week in a row, Cooper Bates gets another interception. Mm-hmm. Do you wish that you would have kept him in at free safety all season long, or is he just having fun playing out of his mind right now, knowing that yeah. you know this is his senior year? He ha- he's having a blast. Uh, <laughs> he had one in practice. He's a baseball guy. He right. had one in practice. The ball got lobbed up uh, to the secondary, and and he called it. He said, "Mine, mine, mine." Uh, you know, as if we're not all going to make a play on the ball in football. But no, he's having a blast. Uh, he's doing a great job. You know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Um, you know, he's a guy we would have loved to have had back there the whole time, but putting your quarterback back there full time is a, that's a hard decision. Um, especially early when, uh, Jeremiah was really, you know, even younger in the season. So, you know, we might could have, um, but, uh, we can play those games, you know, all day long. Tell me about the middle, the boys in the middle on the way they were able to play against Jinx, uh, on defense. Uh, you know, they're, they're, that's probably our most consistent group, uh, and they're young up front, especially, uh, with some seniors mixed in that lead the way, uh, Carson Ernston, uh, Terrilli's been getting a lot of reps, Watson, uh, Galvin, uh, and then obviously Marillo and Chadwick Stewart at linebacker. Um, and then there's a lot of young sophomores that are in there, uh, especially playing at D-line. So uh, they're getting better and better and better. That, that's the group that we've seen the most progression, and, and they played well again. With that group, did you imagine, like, when we look at Jaime, that he was going to be as good mm-hmm. as he is this year? I know we talked about in the last show – about how he had to step up that this was his team. But did you expect him to play this good? Because every time on defense, it seems like he's fighting to get to the ball. Yeah, he he's our most consistent defensive player. I, I don't know how many hundred-plus tackles he's at right now. Um, in the offseason, you saw something switch in him uh, early. You know, I mean, December, January. Um, and uh, he just really took ownership of the group. He's always had great work ethic. Um, he was a little undersized previous two years, a um, little immature. Um, but the growth in him has been tremendous. Uh, he's one of our best captains, and then obviously what he's producing on the field week in and week out at linebackers has just been unbelievable. So could we have predicted it? You know, we had high hopes and expectations watching him uh, in the offseason. Um, he's always been a, a heavy-headed, big hitter. Um, you know, he loves the contact. He's a thumper. Um, but putting it all together and actually going out and having the season he's having, um, we were hopeful for it, but to say we were predicting it, you know, only optimistically. We're going to be joined by Sam Terrilli in just a little bit. How special has he become? I know that you've been amazed by his long snapping ability, Mm -hmm. but then also to just step up and play linebacker as well. He's a classic uh, example of that senior class. I mean, they're literally willing to do anything. Uh, They they all knew that this was going to be a a year with some challenges with a lot of of young guys around him playing. And he's one of those guys that said, I'm going to lead the way. I'm going to do whatever it takes. And obviously his – his specialty is long snapping, and he's very, very good at it. Um, but then also being ready to go at, at defensive end or our stand-up backer, um, he was ready and willing at any given moment. I think it was back at Westmore was when uh, he started rotating in a lot, and uh, I think he was cramping up at the end of the game. Wasn't I don't think he was quite uh, ready to for that kind of action. He's been getting a lot of action ever since. So another guy in that class, I'm very proud of him, uh, leadership, willingness to do anything, and giving us everything he's got. Does it kind of just show the character who who, who he is? He wants no to doubt. play long snapping in college. Mm-hmm. You know this playing in college. It's not a position that you normally get an offer for. Right. It's a lot of you got to just show up and play the game of football and earn your stripes. I mean, do you see that in him? And then do we do you potentially see him playing on Saturdays? I think it's up to what he's willing to do. Um, you know, he's he's put himself in a great uh, position academically. He he's phenomenal. Um, which opens up a lot more doors, especially for a long snapper, like you said, that, that very likely if he wants to do it, he's going to have to go walk on and earn that, that spot um, with, with what he's done academically and what he's done off the field. 
um, he's really set himself up for, for that kind of opportunity if he wants to go chase it. Coach, let's take a quick timeout. Coming up on the other side, we'll introduce you to long snapper Sam Torelli as well as the linebacker himself on Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rip Crit. For families who like to build their wealth while staying liquid, we have flexible rate CDs to keep your funds working hard, even when you're not. First National Bank of Broken Arrow. The right balance. At Ascension St. John, you'll find advanced heart care, brain and spine care, and personalized cancer care. And we excel just as much in the things that can't be measured. Listening more closely, caring more compassionately. And welcome back to Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. We'll have more with head coach Josh Blankship. And now it's time to talk to long snapper and linebacker Sam Torelli. Sam, busy season for you. I know you've had to step up and play the linebacker position. First off, let's start off with that. How has that been for you? Because it's kind of a new position for you. Um, it's definitely very exciting. Uh, it's a lot of fun hitting people all the time, you know, <laughs> causing TFLs. Um, but yeah, it's... It's awesome, and I love it. And then I know you're also a long snapper, so let's dive into this because this is your bread and butter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually just started last year because we had a senior long snapper my sophomore year, and my friend is the kicker, Hunter Martins, and he's like, you should come long snap for me. I'm like, I might as well. You know, it's a good way to get on the field. Um and turns out I'm really good at it, so it's awesome. Now, I just showed you some trick shot, trick videos for long snapper. Probably blew your mind a little bit on them, but, I mean, tell me about it, because it is a very unique uh, spot on the field. I mean, you snap the ball, and then immediately you got a block, so break it down for me. So uh, it's really just like I wait for that cadence, so I'm not focusing on the snap, but I'm more focusing on, like, when i got to do it. So he'll say the thing, and I'll go. I'll snap it. I don't look to make sure it's a good snap, but I already know it's a good snap whenever I feel it like come out of my hands. So I'll snap it, and then I'll go. And I'm kind of just like a free-release guy. Nobody really hits me, but I like hitting people, so if they get in the way, you know, it's I hit them. So. Now, I know you don't play baseball, but you play lacrosse. With long snapping, how fast do you think you're spinning that pigskin back to the punter? Um, I charted about... Average snap time is 0.67 seconds. So, <laughs> Are you going to start a trick shot video around campus or at least on your downtime that we could see on the social media side of things? I think I, I, think I will. I'll definitely try. I, <laughs> it's, it sounds like a really fun idea. So. <laughs> um, you also play lacrosse, so you just love to hit guys. I mean, for you, break it down for me, man, because I, I'm assuming you have a lot of fun with both sports. Yeah, it's mainly just like, it's, it's that feeling of, like, whenever you hit somebody and they fall to the ground and you just keep going, you know, and everybody's, like, cheering you on. You're like, man, I'm unstoppable, bro. Like, it's it's just the awesome feeling. Now, the Torellis have a lengthy background in playing sports. Sister plays volleyball. You have a little brother that's in eighth grade yeah. as well. Who's the best, and what's the sibling rivalry like with Maddie? Um, but she's my, your twin, so it gets yeah. even more heated, I'm assuming. Sometimes. I mean... It's kind of like, I don't know how to put it, but I know I, I've started for two years. She started for two years. Um, I don't know if I'll go to college, but I'm hoping I will. And 
So will she. So So what do you want to do? What does Sam want to do? I definitely want to go long snap somewhere, whether it's D1 or D2. Like, I just want to get out there and definitely. Now, you know long snapping, it's not necessarily a position that gets tons of looks at, you know, playing at the college level. Like, you really got to earn your stripes. You probably won't get a scholarship necessarily. Are you ready to travel on that road? Oh, 100%. (laughs) I'm, like, dead set. Like, this is what I want to do. I mean, I have backup plans, but this is mainly it, pretty much. All right, now sell me. Pretend I'm a coach. Tell me why they should take a stab at you and give me the dream program that you'd like to play long snapping for. Well, I'd love to go play for OSU. Oklahoma State, that's like my number one. That's my dream school. But, I mean, I I snapped the ball fast, good rotation. I haven't messed up once this year, and I get off the ball. I like to hit. I'm just an all-around, like, I will do what I'm told. I'm now, I'm ready. Now, you don't seem like a guy that would cry, but if you got that opportunity to play at the college level, do you think you'd shed a few tears? Probably. <laughs> I probably would. <laughs> I'd be very happy. Just summing up, man, like we got one more game for the regular season as it hits you as a senior that this season is coming to an end. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's hitting very hard because um, it seems like I was a sophomore like last week, you know? Like it's, it's crazy how fast it's gone by, and I'm like – man, this could possibly be the last game. But, I mean, I'm totally ready to keep going down the road and winning our games for us. Well, Sam, I wish you the best of luck. I hope to see a trick shot video in the near future with you snapping cans off people's heads or going through tires on the football field. We've got to get that out of you coming forward. I will definitely try my best. (laughs) He is Sam Torelli, linebacker and long snapper for Broken Arrow. We'll have more with head coach Josh Blankenship on Inside Tiger Football Brought to you by Ribcrit. <laughs> Life happens in a hurry. Our money experts will help you keep up. TTCU Federal Credit Union. Life is better in balance. At Ascension St. John, you'll find advanced heart care, brain and spine care, and personalized cancer care. And we excel just as much in the things that can't be measured listening more closely, caring more compassionately. And welcome back to Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. want to thank Sam Torelli. We're still joined by head coach Josh Blankenship. Coach, now we have more. One final game on the regular season on the road tomorrow night. How tough is this to play a game on a Thursday night? You know, we've done, uh, I think we've played at more on a Thursday, so this is a little bit of a repeat. Um, we're, we're a little bit more used to the rhythm. Uh, we've gone to Enid. Uh, so we've had a couple of the longer uh, drives. Um, I'm hoping we're ready for it. I, I think we've actually played a little bit better uh, on the road than maybe even at home. Um, so I, I expect our guys to to travel well, uh, be focused, get off the bus, do what they need to do to get ready for the game, and then go play well. What are the biggest challenges that you've seen on tape with Moore? Uh, they're very long and athletic. Uh, seems like everybody is, uh, but they, they've got really good size. Uh, on offense, they really want to spread it out and throw it around. Um, quarterback does a good job of keeping it alive if he doesn't like what he sees initially. Uh, defensively, again, sounds like a broken record, but they want to outhatch you in the box. Uh, they will play a lot more man than maybe some people have. Um, you know, we're down at receiver uh, health-wise, so it's really going to come down to how, how much is our uh, run game going to be effective against a loaded box, and then are we going to hold them accountable enough on some shots and, and what we do in the pass game. Um, so... I'm hoping our big boys are ready to go. I believe they are. They've had another great week. Um, 
our running backs, uh, you know, Cambridge probably out um, following that injury from last week. So we've got some young running backs or inex- more inexperienced backups that are going to have to go in and carry the load. Um, but I'm excited for it. And, uh, and obviously with Coop leading the way, um, I have high expectations for what we're going to do on Thursday. This Moore team, they've showed signs of life on offense. Yeah. They've been able to put up points on the board, and then they went off on a strong winning streak to begin the year, and mm-hmm. then they've now been in this hole. They're going to be coming in hungry to close out the season as well. Well, and they want to make the playoffs, right. you know, and they, they, they need this win uh, to shake up this playoff uh, seating. Um, I think if they beat us, it puts a, a us, Enid, and them in a three-way tie that would come down to points. Um, so they need it. Um, you know, obviously we want to win. We want uh, the momentum going into the playoffs here. Um, we want to, you know, project into the following week. Um, and, and they need it desperately. Um, so especially early, I expect them to come out uh, ready to bring it to us. And, and you know, we, we've, they've got a better record than we are. So just looking at uh, the stuff that they're, they're going to look at in a scouting report on paper, uh, they're going to see a bunch of young guys. They're going to see a record. They're going to see – uh, a bunch of things that are going to give them a little, uh, you know, uh, optimism and and probably uh, they're going to be confident going into it. So I fully expect to get everything they've got. With everything on the line, is this something you even have to tell the boys or do they are already it's in their head? They know what's going on. Our guys know. Uh, and, and it's one of the, you know, blessings and curses of being so young. But uh, they really the battle is not getting uh, them to think uh, about the immediate, uh, about what's in front of them. Um, you know, normally you, you, you're fighting a little bit of a battle with your team of them thinking too far ahead or them uh, looking at what's coming. This group's so moment-to-moment, um, day-to-day, uh, which is great for preparation. They do a phenomenal job of getting ready every day. Um, and then, then showing up and performing uh, with the lights on on, on Thursday night, um, you know, that's what we've got to get better at. And uh, I expect them to this week. Put it in perspective, what does Broken Arrow have to do to walk away with a win and knock more out of the playoffs? Uh, we got to be more physical than they are. Um, you know, with everybody trying to outnumber everybody in the box on both sides, it's going to come down to, to who's more physical. And then I think who wants to keep playing football the most, you know, I think is really this time of year, especially if uh, you don't have a, a, you know, a phenomenal winning record um, and you're, you know, everybody's expecting you to make a deep run. Neither one of us are in that boat. So it's really going to come down to who wants to keep playing football, who loves who loves playing. Well, Coach, I appreciate you stopping by for Inside Tiger Football. I'm Dan Hawk. He is head coach Josh Blankenship. Remember, we'll have the game on AeroVision at Moore. Until next time, Inside Tiger Football is brought to you by Rib Crib. Go Tigers.